So are you becoming the neighborhood pariah because you're practicing? Huh. Well, let's talk about how we can dial down the irritation factor when you're practicing with other people around. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. I received a very practical, don't you love that word, practical question in my email. Julia in Albuquerque asks, I live in an apartment complex and like to practice at night. What should I do about the noise? Singers sometimes do need to do vocal warm-ups and practice songs in hotel rooms, houses shared by others, or on postage stamp lots, artist dressing rooms, public bathrooms, between set alleys, band buses, a back corner of the venue itself. How can you do this without annoying neighbors or giving away the sound of your not yet warmed up voice? I've got some suggestions for you. Let's start with the quietest solution, silence. Mime or lip sync your songs to practice them. Use your facial and body language, flex your pelvic floor power, do everything but make a sound. Or use vocal exercises like lip or tongue trills. Or try the mental body voice connection routine that's part of my six disc power path and performance vocal training course. You know what? I actually have it on my blog as a sign up bonus. So hit the link in the podcast notes and you can download that. And if you like it, you can check the whole course out. All right, next, let's talk about the cheapest audible solution. Consider getting a pair of earphones. These gadgets are like having a PA system that requires no electricity or batteries. Wearing them will also have the added benefit of keeping you from using too much air pressure. You won't push your voice loudly because it's going to sound like yelling at yourself. So you'll most probably instead be prompted to use better techniques for opening your throat and balancing breath support and control. This is a win-win for you and your neighbors. Next is the goodwill slash kindness solution. Try garnering a little goodwill by contacting and alerting neighbors about when you intend to practice, being willing to work around times that they especially need quiet, working night shifts and need to sleep or the baby's napping like that. If you're singing with your instrument or your band is joining you for rehearsal in that small little room, try using quiet practice gear and maybe some headphones. I'll leave a link in the podcast notes where Sweetwater has some of this stuff. Who knows, your neighbors and family could become supportive friend fans and organic show promoters if you're just a little kind. Next, let's talk about location solutions. For an apartment, hotel room, or space you don't own, you can try warming up and singing in the shower. It's a great way to hydrate your voice, too. You can also try vocalizing into a pillow or window curtain. However, don't practice in guarded stance. A hunched over, careful posture and numb delivery could lead you into bad vocal technique and cause you to tighten up instead of loosen up. You can also practice in your car, but if you practice correctly, you've got to be mindful of how you're singing. So 
don't tailgate, stay away from other cars, or better yet, park and sing. And don't let your posture slump. If you're practicing at home, you might consider dedicating a space for playing and listening and practicing music. In my home, my music room is located over my garage and there's carpet on the floor. It's really a great situation for me and my students. And of course, being online mostly now, that's a giant solution for me and my students. All right, let's talk about higher end solutions. If you want to go the whole distance and you have the funds to do this, first, get some soundproofing or sound absorption materials for the room you're practicing in. There are cheaper ways to do this, but don't line walls with flammable material. Duh. You might want to construct a vocal booth, and I've got a link in the podcast notes for how to do that. Or you could buy a vocal booth already made. The voiceover artists that I work with definitely have this vocal booth because the extraneous noise has to be pretty much zero. Or you could have someone design or build a soundproof room from scratch. Best to have an acoustical engineer or expert in architectural acoustics to design it and build it for you. Okay, so you don't have any excuse. Go practice. If you've got neighbors where there's a will, there is a quiet way. This is your vocal coach and host, Judy Rodman. You can find me at judyrodman.com. Come back next time because we're sure to get into something fun. For all things vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers. 